Well, I'm glad we did that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we really like blew our load on the cellar, though. <laughs> it's like, yeah, boom, but, boom, boom. But yeah, if there so, was any time to do that. So this 1050 is actually the one thing we really can't reseal really right. well. So might as well drink that, and we'll xylus the rest. All right. I play. I, I sent this to you, and, and I want to play it for everybody. Somebody. This is All Star, but they don't stop coming. Pitch corrected. But they don't stop coming. So yeah, I know everyone hates. Oh, everyone hates Smash Mouth and All Star, but let let this go the, just a the, little bit. So I'm not sure if you've like I mentioned this, and I figured you knew this like yeah, this I, trend. But the butt part, right? It's. So if you search for steamed hams butt, right, you'll see there there's this like episode of The Simpsons, Steamed Hams, and it's been remixed a million times in a million different videos. So it's always Steamed Hams butt, it's a Pokemon battle, or Steamed Hams butt, you know, Skinner's an alien, or you know, that kind of thing. Okay. And, I, I I will take yeah, I don't I don't know that reference. Yeah, I'm okay. I mean, there's a chance I might and I just know into something else, but I I, I don't know if that's don't the, recognize to me it. that's the origin of the butts, but you know, the, the this but that. Um, but maybe it's not. Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me. I ain't the yeah, I'm not a fan of this song, but just wait. How do you not love this song? It feels like it's overplayed, is really the problem. You hear it all this is awesome to me. It's so silly. There's something that is so endearing to me about this. I don't know what it, exactly what it is, but when I saw it, I, I forget how I got the link. I, it was probably just like a recommended video or something. But I saw, I, I saw it and immediately like sent it out to everybody. It was like, this is so good. The only person who responded saying this is awesome is Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I meant to respond. I sent it to a couple people at work. We have a, on our, in our Microsoft Teams, we have a music recommendation. Mm-hmm. And I said this. <laughs> I'm like, it's. I know this channel is not to troll you, but there's something weirdly satisfying. It's endearing. About this. It's endearing. And yeah, satisfying. I, I don't know. It's. <laughs> I also love how he's. I mean, man, he's doing a lot of squats. Yeah, it's, it's the video. <laughs> the video is just the. So, as you can hear, it's auto tuned. So, the Don't Stop Cummings are at the pitch of the lyrics of the song. Uh huh. But the video is the same two seconds. <laughs> I, I love it. I, I don't know what it is. I don't know why. I, I think it's because I, I do think the song, like you said, I mean, the song is not a bad song. It's just it gets overplayed. But here's a way to sort of experience it in a new way. It's also fun. I was telling Jeff I want to do this in karaoke. Coming and they don't stop 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 coming. Listen to this one. 
try, listen for. I'm trying to find. Listen for um, a Jamaican saying, "Come in the dumpster, come in the dumpster, come in the dumpster." Coming in the hills. <laughs> okay, so go, go to YouTube and search for steamed hams, but it's an all-star. I think this one's good. There's so many. St- so there's this episode of Simpsons steamed ham that's part of this like little variety show thing mm-hmm. they did. And people have done. Well, Seymour and Maine is despite your directions. As Uber did and Thomas wanted. I mean, maybe you need to watch the clean version of Steam Cams. But. Oh, I get it. Well, I remember this episode. Right. Well, I don't get why it's. But do a Steam Cams butt and just like look at like the collection of, of memes. Steam hands, but all the lies are true and all the truths are false. Steam hands, but it's basket case by Green Day. Steam hands, but it's directed by Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, do that one. All right. Our feature presentation. Well, Seymour, I made it, despite your directions. Ah, Superintendent Chalmers, welcome. Skinner! Skinner! He patrols the... Yeah. Mm, Okay. I don't know. There's good ones. Yeah, I'm I'm sure there are. I haven't paid attention to the meme in a while, so I can't tell you which ones are really good. But uh, That may be the source of the butt thing, but I've seen the butt stuff in a bunch of different things. Butt stuff. Butt stuff. (laughs) So I want to talk a little bit about my lock picking thing. I mentioned okay. something about it. Um, I'm really bad at it, as it turns out. I, mm-hmm. I can do some some things, but I can't do others. And I'm I'm really bad at, at, at figuring out things like pins. I got to work a lot harder at it to get good. And uh, I don't know if I have the patience because mm-hmm. I've got other things that are interesting to me. But, can I borrow your kit if you get sick of it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. But it, it, but here's the thing about the the locks. So there are two locks in my apartment that I don't have access to. Oh, one is the uh, heater, mm-hmm. and one is the air conditioner, and I have not even attempted to pick them. Okay, I would have. I'm like, fuckers, don't give me the keys, and I open this lock because I I want to be able to say. <laughs> I've never picked a lock that was not something that you was like supposed to pick. That, that that I didn't have. The only thing I could possibly say that about is I did pick my work desk, uh-huh. but that feels like I mean I have the key to it anyway, and it's yeah. like and, and it was really easy. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing that I've picked that hasn't been something that's been offered to me to pick or that I owned. Right, and you know I've bought some locks and stuff like that, and and so I'm I'm trying to to get better because it, it is interesting to me 
Right. Um, and it's something you can sort of fiddle with as you're watching other stuff too. So it, it gives a little something for your hands to do. Yeah. Uh, but it's, I, I, you know, it's the kind of thing. It's going to take a bunch of hours to get the touch. Mm-hmm. It's touch. It's all touch. You got to figure out how much pressure to put on the tension wrench. Yeah. That's why I, I, I have, I have ordered you pretty, pretty good quality picks. Like actually the best quality picks I ordered, yeah. uh, the multi picks, the ones that are expensive, but okay. I figured, okay, if we're, if we're going to do this, I'm, I'm going to do it right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you figure that, you know, with enough time, you'll know when the pin gets caught. Mm-hmm. Like you'll just be able to feel when yeah. the pin gets caught yeah. with enough practice. And then once you get that point, you can do like a six, seven tumbler, you know, lock. And it won't be a big deal. But yeah, I want to be able to like, if the FBI pulls me in for whatever reason, you've been making, you've been buying all this stuff online for lock picking. What are you doing with it? I want to be able to be perfectly truthful when I say I have not picked mm-hmm. a single thing, not even like stuff that was totally available to me and I could have and I wouldn't have been a, I haven't picked I a single thing. I think the FBI thing. is going to be worried about people buying a fertilizer I, and like I, cord and there's, it's, it's not like I expect it to happen. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just I feel like from an ethical standpoint, that's mm-hmm. the way I should approach this. Just completely as a fascination with, with the mechanical aspect is and not anything mm-hmm. about like it's not about gaining entry this and, or, or or doing anything untoward <laughs> at all. It's more right. about just understanding the stuff that's around me, which kind of fits into my MO. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of which. Yes, sir. I went down a little bit of a rabbit hole of like flat earth and flat earth debunking videos. <laughs> I'll let me tell you real quick. So the um got new reception front desk receptionist person and she's been making slides for the TV behind the thing, which has been off like since uh-huh. acquisition. And for Earth Day we have this big recycling thing, right? So she finds some clip art for Earth Day and guess what? <laughs> it's a flat earth. <laughs> With my stam and everything. Oh, no. It's almost kind of funny. So people walk into our office, and if you're there at the right time, you might see a flat earth on the TV. It's... So, I mean, the thing you notice about a flat earth is it is mostly... I mean, it's either dominated by religious fundamentalists who are absolutely about the you know mm-hmm. the Bible being true, and therefore... Yeah. Or, or they are super big conspiracy theorists who think that everything is fake. Like I was, I was actually on a discord just trying out. It was the first time I was on discord. I was on a flat earth discord and I was, I was, and somebody was telling, of course you're like, no one, I, I, no one has ever said the phrase before. I, I was my first time on discord and I was on a flat earth discord. I was attempting to just see if I could, like I was not being insulting. I was not being overbearing. I was just like, Here's what you know. Here's what I think. I, I understand you think, but but what they were saying was crazy. Like, not only like space isn't real. Nine eleven was a hologram. Oh yeah, duh. This like this guy was talking to. Him, I was like that doesn't. I was like, you know I really think nine eleven happened, and he, he pointed to some 
card game from like the 1990s where there was a card that had the Pentagon blowing up and a card that had the World Trade Center with an explosion. And he said, and I was like, well, what is, okay, I don't understand what this says. And and he says, well, they were hiding it in plain sight. And I was like, they were hiding it in a 1990s card game? <laughs> Come on. What is that, like... They they were take they they were they had the secret plans but they were also hiding it mm-hmm. and then they decided to hide it but expose it in a car like what I just I don't know where the logic comes from but what it did inspire me to think about is not flat Earth necessarily but imagine what the world was like to people before Newton mm-hmm. because it isn't. It is a different world. And so I would say the, the flat people don't believe in gravity. <laughs> sure. There was no gravity before Newton. Mm-hmm. Not in the sense we understand it. So right. like the what we we think of ourselves as at least you know, the current understanding of, of where we are in the universe, we're on this little rock. Of the skin of this little rock that's around this giant, this big ball of plasma that's in this massive conglomeration of plasma balls and dust, uh, in uh, that is an oasis among a huge empty space that has a bunch of oases and not much else, and that is currently expanding because of some intrinsic energy in it, which is. You know, bizarre when you think about it. I don't. <laughs> is it any sillier than any other option? I, I don't necessarily know, or, or or think it is that much sillier. But it is what. It's not a question of where it's, it's where the evidence mm-hmm. leads us. Um. Before Newton and Galileo, there for like a couple thousand years, they knew the Earth was round, which is the weird thing. Like, I mean sextants wouldn't work if the earth wasn't like there's mm-hmm. so much like i don't know how you manifest mm-hmm. an idea that the earth isn't around it just doesn't make sense uh but i understand math and these people don't still there is okay so you have this aristotelian view where the earth is a sphere they knew that much but you can sort of see where it comes from. the The center of the Earth is the center of the universe, as far as, as they were concerned. They were, they knew they were out from the center because they were on the surface of the Earth. They didn't know exactly how far. They knew they could dig down, mm-hmm. and and they knew the Earth was big to a certain extent. Uh, but so they were on the surface of 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 a thing that was surrounded by the center of the universe, mm-hmm. and then you have this air stuff and then this sort of celestial sphere that is mostly static Mm -hmm. and then it has a few wanderers, seven wandering things in it. Uh, The sun, the moon, and five planets Mm -hmm. that they could see. Uh, And and they, these things move in epicycle made. They they can track them and, and do a decent job. But that was it. This, and stuff fell because that was its nature. Because stuff was going to fall towards the center of the universe mm-hmm. if it was made of, like, 
rock stuff, earth, the, the element of earth. Mm-hmm. And then the element of air was above that, and it flew around. And then fire, you could see it sort of floating up and then trying to get up. So it seems like it gets up when you burn something. Mm-hmm. Some stuff comes up. And then rain fell, so water fell, but it also fell from the sky. So it clearly goes up and down. So you have this, I mean, like, the the nature of the cosmos makes a, a, a kind of sense when you look at it this way. It, mm-hmm. it, it's a weird conception based on what we know, but it's also you can see how they came to that conclusion, like the best idea of the time when mm-hmm. they didn't know the stuff that was around them. It's it's really interesting to me to sort of try to put myself in that, sure. in, in that headset. Of, of what that was like. And, and then, th- therefore, how revolutionary it was when Newton said, everything gravitates. Or, or when Galileo said, uh, Jupiter has things rotating around it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's an observation, and, you know, I mean, that's kind of, you know, I'm, I don't know exactly, like, if you can identify like the moment where science, the scientific method starts, right? But when you take new observations and challenge your beliefs, right? Then that's science, right? Uh, I, mean, I mean, you're going to be very pedantic about this, but I was I was not trying to be pedantic. No, I, was, I, I mean, I, I see what you're saying. So you know, so I, we talked about this before. Science is about the method and a body of knowledge, yeah. um, and the method is a bit squishy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is the body of knowledge. Mm-hmm. But I would say the the heart of it is that that you you your observations dictate your reality, mm-hmm. not your uh, <clears throat> instincts. Right, but everything you just described about stuff being attracted to the center of the universe and the center of the universe happening to be at the center of the earth. Observations were logical. Yeah, right? it's. You could, I could, I could have believed in that if that was the state of the art. It 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 doesn't really conflict with mm-hmm. it, until you start to learn other stuff about how other things work. Yeah. With the information you have at the time, it fits. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not surprising that the most learned people at the time would have fallen in, in, into thinking of the world that way. Mm-hmm. And it, it makes you think, what is it that we're epicycling today, right? What is it that we um, are... Our false beliefs. That, yeah. I mean, it's probably a ton of stuff, right? I mean, it is a ton of stuff. It's things we don't have the proper perspective mm-hmm. on, the proper uh, um, visibility into observation. I mean, you're not going to know until someone finds better evidence, right? The the, the problem that we have is that that the, the the thing I described was a good sort of mm, basic understanding that that sort of fits observe fits your intuition and observation, but in terms of mechanics of how the universe works, it didn't fit. Mm-hmm. And once people started to really play with mechanics, sure. they saw that this stuff didn't fit, and we had to come up with things like thermodynamics to understand right. heat. And but, stuff. I mean, when you don't even have a telescope yet. Yeah, right. But so, so what I but what I'm trying to point out is that the problem with us with, with assuming that we're also epicycling mm-hmm. is that we've been able to use the mechanics that we've discovered to manipulate right. the world in, in much more 
stronger ways than I've ever had sure. before. But I mean, to take the other side of it is, what is the next telescope? What is the next tool that we don't even know we don't have, right? You know, there could mm-hmm. be a tool to see quantum stuff, right? You know, they're like... No, yeah, and, and, and there's there's absolutely issues logically with how quantum mechanics and relativity, how these work together, how right. quantum field theory fits in the whole yeah. thing. And maybe it's not a tool. Maybe it's it's a algorithm. Maybe it's a mathematical equation. But it, and those are tools, I guess. They're just not physical tools. Mm-hmm. But, you know, what is the next tool that we don't know we don't have, right? right? So we're thinking in where all the evidence we have and because of all the... So I think... I think logic is less important now than it used to be. Like, yeah, lot like like you described a very logical system. Yes, but it was incorrect. Right? As I've said before, logic is a is an excellent way to be wrong with conviction. Nice. Yeah. So you like you said you described a very logical system, and you could say that makes sense. And how many times have we been on the show? We're like, well, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. Space time, right? The faster you're traveling through space, the slower you're traveling through time. It's this totals it's this total something, right? Mm-hmm. That makes sense, right? That's logical when you think about it the right way. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like not something I can observe directly, you know, that kind of thing, right? So yeah, you need instruments to be able to detect this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't have instruments at my disposal to detect that sort of right, thing. Right, right. And this is the flat earther argument mm-hmm. where they're saying, well, you, you aren't doing it. So how do you, how do you know that it isn't all a grand game <laughs> that you aren't? And, and, and the answer is because that would be silly. It's is, not, is, not the world I want to live in. It, it's not, it's not so much that I want to live in. It's just that that doesn't make sense based on, on the rest of the world that I live in. Like the mm-hmm. idea that this would, that, that there is a grand conspiracy involving hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people who do know the answer, but are trying to suppress it and therefore have entire industries based on things that don't actually exist. Space and, satellites and yeah, every rocket launch that's yeah. ever been live streamed has been fabricated <laughs> yeah it it just it just does not make sense it doesn't it's it's not a cohesive yeah system it falls apart so logic at least can tell you that doesn't make sense that yeah. doesn't fit I mean, so flat Earth is kind of just a religious conviction type thing, right? I mean, it, it, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's. I mean, it might not be a God religion thing, but it's a religious conviction. Type. Yes, yes. It is faith based entirely. Yeah, I wonder, like, and faith based, you, it's from my experience, is just things that um, people want to be true, want to be true, because it gives them comfort. Yeah. What is the comfort in a flat Earth? It's more about being a part of the group. That sees it. That, that, that they want to be part of an elite group. Is that it? They, is they, it it's not so thing? much an elite, but it, it's. But a, I mean, it's, it's a it's a community because of, it's a minority thing. It's an elite group, though. It's like a fringe thing. It's like it's only, a small community, right? So they all know each other, and but mm-hmm. but even that, of course, is going to fracture, and there are people who hate each other, and that. so I mean, it, it's it's but but it still feels like 
home to people. And when you feel like you're part of a community, you're going to be less likely to jump out of that community even when information comes along that you that, that doesn't mess with you. I didn't tell you that flat earth picture on the video screen had ice dams and everything. Ice dams? Yeah, to keep the water from dripping off. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's it's a I I I think I've said this before that most of the people who I encounter or I've seen they don't seem they're not stereotypical idiots. They tend to be at least perceptive people with with a with a with a um a notable intelligence, but it seems directed in the wrong way. Like completely directed wrongly, mm. and it, it's a shame. And and that was sort of why I kind of was trying. That was where I was reaching out on the Discord, trying to see if I could at least like just from a, just go in there. But no, it wasn't working at all because no, it's not going to work. Is it? Yeah, it's not. It, it, you need to build relationships, and, and that's not something that I don't think I, I, I'd be willing to do. And and it's too bad because you think to yourself. I want to get these so, perceptive okay. people so, on, okay. on so the... Does this exist? An open-minded flat earther? Not that I know of. Right. I don't, I don't know how you can fall into it if you are open-minded. Well, okay, I think, if, if, if I think you, you can do it... If, if, you're, if you really need a community. I, if you really need a community. And that's community that hooks you. Let, let me put it this way. I don't think you can fall. You can stay with it if you're open minded. I think that you could fall into it, but you won't stay with it because at a certain okay. point you'll you'll start to realize this really isn't making sense. Yeah. It's sure. easy enough to fall into something because of the community stuff, but if you are truly open minded, then you're going to be questioning things, and at a certain point, it's going to build up too much. There's too much that doesn't make sense, and there's too much evidence out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and you have to you you have to assume so many obviously right, incorrect so, things. Evidence that there is a flat Earth versus evidence that there is a God. And. Well, the, the nice thing the about of the people who believe in each the nice thing about the God proposition is that it's not something that, that can be proved right. to, okay. to be right. false right. Because, because you can always hide it somewhere, right? Where it can't earth, be discovered. Can't hide it. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Because I was like, I was for a moment. I was like, is there an equivalency there? Mm-hmm. But no, there's not. You pointed out to me that there's room for. Uh, can always hide it there's room for faith where you can't really have faith that the earth is flat at a certain point the evidence is overwhelming yeah could you argue that the evidence is overwhelming that it's been you know 
hundreds of thousands of years and God hasn't done anything, but I guess not. He, you could always, always argue God is hidden in some margins that we don't yeah, understand yeah. or that God is behind everything that we see in, in some way. It, yeah, it's it's such sure. a nebulous claim that it opens itself up. To, this is my problem with string theory. Mm-hmm. It's such a nebulous <laughs> claim that it opens itself up to, to you can tr- you can experiment for it and try to find it, but if you don't find it, it's just hiding somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. This is exactly like this is why I'm so staunchly against the string theory. Not because the people who do string theory aren't very perceptive, very smart, very well educated, mm-hmm. and very, uh, and, and people doing interesting things. Absolutely, they are. Mm-hmm. I can't believe they sell this beer in a 19.2 10 50 is insane. Um, but you know this, you know, quantum gravity people are the same way. Mm-hmm. They're, they're doing they're doing interesting things, and and as far as I'm concerned, let them keep doing the interesting things in some like. Okay, it so doesn't here, cost here, that much. So for here's the, a question for you: Can you have enough equation, enough math, to override lack of observation, like lack of experimentivity? Experimentivity, like that's not a word. Uh, I know. Air, I know. Air, air exp- experimentation. Yeah. Um, um, I I think that the the problem doesn't necessarily come into making an assumption because I think that's fine and that works. The problem is layering assumptions. Once you make an assumption, okay, but then mm-hmm. if you make an assumption about th- the results, that's when you start to get into the weeds, oh, okay. and. As you start, as you compound, as you start to layer these assumptions on top of one another, you get into areas where you've assumed too much, way too much. Okay. So I'm I'm okay with taking that next step and thinking about what's next, and even possibly you know even going so if you get to that, that next step and you know it's unprovable. And then you make an assumption on it. That's that's the step to That's where you that's where it starts to fail. The the, mm-hmm. the comparison I make is to um, uh, exploring. Let's let's say you're in a in a cave, and you were you you have a, a tether to to where you're coming from because you want to keep that. Mm-hmm. So you go a little bit out into the darkness and you explore a bit, and then. The problem is dropping a tether and keeping and starting to explore. Well, that word, assuming that the next cavern is exactly like the last cavern or something uh-huh. like that, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's a good example because we assume the universe is uniform even the stuff we can't see, right? So, like, we're assuming that. We're assuming the next cavern is just like the cavern we're in. I mean, so, it's a reasonable assumption, yeah. but I wouldn't go beyond that. Yeah. You know, or I wouldn't go far beyond all that. All caverns are the same. Yeah. There, there's, there's. I've, I've seen a thousand caverns. Next cavern is probably the same. That's probably going to be true. I've seen a thousand caverns. Therefore, all caverns are the same. Right. The next. Therefore, the next hundred thousand caverns. I've seen a thousand caverns. Therefore, the next hundred thousand caverns are all going to be exactly the same. That's a little too much. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's it, it's that that's the problem. It's not. 
it's not the first step of assuming something and seeing where that takes you. It's assuming something, assuming something on top of that, assuming something on top of that, assuming something on top of that. Suddenly you're in this zone where you've made too many assumptions. Right. You've assumed the answer to too many experiments. And then you come back with, well, if this is true, then we should see supersymmetry at the LHC. Guess what? Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> and then you can say, well, it could be hiding in air in, in energy. Well, yeah, I guess it could be. It could be hiding in, in energies. Could be hiding up your butt. It could be hiding energies ten to the twenty-four times as energetic as the LHC. But you're assuming way too much. If you then because string theory requires supersymmetry, and look, there's that. I've said I've said my piece essentially. I mean, there's not yeah. there's not much I, I can add to it without repeating myself. Sure, no, I think we kind of flushed out like where the edges of it is. So yeah, I appreciate that. Oh, let's see. Is there anything else? I mean, I think we talked about a lot of good stuff. Yeah, for sure. I got to cork up that KMF for you to take home. Yeah, you do. I keep the rest of the beers if you take the KMF. But you get like that much beer. I do. Alright. It's a fair trade. I think so. Thanks everybody for listening and uh, we'll see you as we break off another hundo in in 501. Man, just think in another 14 years. 14 years. (laughs) Wow. Be fifty six. If we're still doing the show, then I'm I'll be happy. <laughs> I what? Eleven. I could have a grandkid then. <laughs> Holy shit! I mean, you could probably not. Twenty-five. Yeah, but I mean, kids. Yeah. People aren't having babies until their thirties now. Yeah. So I think the title is just going to be five hundred. That makes sense. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's a ceremonial episode. CBR five hundred, five hundred. I mean, five hundred is a number, and then five hundred spelled out. Motherfuckers. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> French fries, motherfucker. <laughs> Dead flies, motherfucker. <laughs> Mos eyes, motherfucker. Mos Eisley. Oh. <laughs> 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 <laughs>